This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Dean is gone and Sam's got a dog. I know that agreement. I taught you that agreement. That's a non-agreement. What the heck is going on? This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are discussing every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, and we are back to continue our journey through season eight. We're at the end, Chris, and I don't know if you know this or not, this is where they hide the good episodes. <laughs> this is where they start tucking those little good ones away for later. Those are the little after-dinner snack. Mm-hmm. We're in um, the last four or five episodes. I don't quite remember exactly, mm-hmm. but uh, this is typically in the in the format of a Supernatural season. We usually start off real big. We get some uh, Monster of the Week stuff. We get some intermediate lore stuff, and then we get some, uh, like we finish real big. And uh, I think we're in that finish line. Like I don't think that we're gonna gonna be going to a, a Monster of the Week after this. Like I think we're gonna yeah, be pure I can't plot. Imagine they'd have time. <laughs> There's a this lot to wrap yeah, up. There's this is a around lot. the time where where John Winchester shows up and tells you to hunt some vampires uh, that you believed yeah. were dead, or yes. when Sam gets kidnapped and goes to a ghost town. Or uh, they fight Lilith. I'm just trying to remember what happens near the end of every season. Uh, Sam and Dean have a fist fight. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I've run out of stuff. <laughs> you were close. You almost got through all of the seasons that we've, yeah. we've watched so far. <laughs> uh, before we jump into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of the patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Um, they donate a couple of ducks a month and they get cool stuff like access to episodes early. They get access to our discord. We have a special coming up. We talked about this last week mm-hmm. um, in the month of December. If your pledge is at $5 or more um, or you pledge or you, you move your existing pledge to $5 or you're a new patron at $5, we are going to send you a Christmas present. Uh, my lovely wife got us. Excuse me, got me, and I guess Chris too. I guess this because I sent a bunch to you. So. I sure I ended up with a whole lot of them. <laughs> um, I might need to tap you for this, by the way, depending on how popular this gets. <laughs> I might need you to do some shipping for me. Uh, but she got us these uh, koozies slash huggies slash uh, collapsible can insulators yep. uh, that, that have the monster the of the week look. term collapsible can insulator. <laughs> That's what they're called. That's when you order them. That's what they're called. Uh, they, uh, but she got us a bunch of those. They have the Monster of League logo on one side, and they have um, one of our favorite expressions from the show on the other side. And uh, it, they're very cool, and we're going to send you that, and that you should go do that. And uh, I want yes, to please. say thank you to one of our new patrons, whose name is uh, Magpie. So thank you very much, Magpie, for jumping on board. Thank we you. appreciate it. Uh, Chris, what's happening in Jeremy. Season 8 so far? You know the deal. Last time was Supernatural. I can't wait to find out what kind of music I need to put under this. Just this most recent episode. It's always funny. I watched The Road so far, and I think, well, they're bringing this up for a reason. Um, (laughs) I thought you you were just going to say, I I watched The Road so far and think, I could do better than this. I could do better than this. Let me cut it next time. (laughs) They didn't even talk about Um, Brick Holmes. What the fuck are they doing? (laughs) Brick Holmes hasn't been mentioned in weeks. 10 weeks? 11 weeks? I don't know how many weeks, but it's too many. Uh, okay, last time was Supernatural. A dean let a vampire hitchhike his body out of purgatory and has been struggling with the aftermath ever since. Sam took a bath in dog blood despite his own love for dogs and Kevin's in- repeated insistence that it was hellhound blood that they needed for the god trial and not dog blood. Castiel broke free from Heaven's Control, stole the angel tablet from one of Lucifer's crypts, a wasted subplot and the name of my first solo album, and did the only thing left for an angel to do, he got on a bus. But 
but not before telling Dean that Sam was damaged in ways that even he could not prepare, um, and that the younger Winchester has been nutting blood since season five. Uh, with two more trials to go, the boys continue on their quest to close the gates of hell once and for all. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Loving the yeah. l- loving how popular we've made the expression, the horrible, horrible expression, nut blood, by the way. So hey, you're welcome, internet, hey, for making that into a thing. We appreciate that. It's a bad that. condition. You could just see a doctor. This week, we're covering Season 8, Episode 19, titled Taxi Driver. This is written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross-Lemming, directed by Guy B. This aired on April 3rd, 2013. Sam and Dean face the second trial. Sam and Dean respond to a call from Kevin, who is terrified after hearing Crowley's voice in his head. After hearing Kevin's news, Sam and Dean team up with a reaper named AJ, who helps them deal with the second trial from the tablet. Meanwhile, Dean receives a visit from Naomi and realizes he must find Benny and ask for a huge favor. Uh, All of that is true, which is nice. I like when these are accurate. All Uh, that is, in fact, true. Uh, this is a really huge episode. Uh, lots of returning characters that I didn't expect to see again, and uh, a whole lot of whole lot of plot. Like we're going to be moving some plot and, and it's new a whole factions. Mess of plot, yeah, it's 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 kind of all over the place. I I actually really like this episode, Chris. What, what do you think? It's a pretty good one. Um, I was really hyped about it the first time around, and I was happy to find myself in it again. We're going, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> this is pretty good. <laughs> It's funny because um, we recently have been talking about Brad Buckner and Eugene Ross Lemming, who are colloquially known as Buck Lemming, the, the writing the writing duo. And uh, yeah, traditionally they're they're epi- Buck Beak, yes, yeah, yeah. Their uh, their episodes are not great. Like they're they're some of the more problematic episodes in the in the series. Like you have some consent issues, you have some sexism, but uh, I just want to call it out. Like this is just a great supernatural episode. <laughs> like if they're the landing, <laughs> nobody's nobody's having sex with you know witch dogs or witch cops yeah. or vice versa. I think it, or- it helps that there's just no women in this episode so they didn't have a chance to be sexist so it was sexist by omission but like naomi is the only woman in this episode and and she's got a boy's haircut so and she yeah and she's haircuts aren't gendered everybody come on no that's true so uh we're gonna start out uh with kevin sleeping in the safe house boat nobody's safe nobody's house nobody's boat uh he starts hearing crowley's voice and uh who says like i know you're working with the winchesters Uh, as Mm -hmm. soon as i find you i'm gonna kill you well yeah crowley he's been working with the winchesters for like two seasons now yeah yeah this has been this is common this is news to no one not even you crowley (laughs) what did you think that he was doing (laughs) going to college you you killed his college girlfriend he's not gonna go back to campus after that i can't show his face at sigma delta kev Um, Crowley says, like, last time you betrayed me, I, I took a finger, and uh, imagine what I'm going to do to you this time. Kevin holds up his hand, and his whole hand is gone at the wrist. His whole ass hand. And it's just spewing blood everywhere. <laughs> you hear his legs just disappear. It, they just, they, they collapse. Like, his bones collapse. You hear weird crunching noises, and then he's got, like, the world, like, he's the shortest raver at the, at the Jinko party, mm-hmm. is what he looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. But it's really gruesome, like, the, the noise, and there's blood ev- coming <laughs> from everywhere. It's really real gruesome. Squelch. Uh, this is kind of a gruesome episode in terms of special effects, and I really dig it. Like, they, they, they bring out some, some cool stuff in this episode. They do some cool stuff in this one, yeah. Um, so that's our cold open. That's pretty, yes. uh, pretty dramatic. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the boys just casually coming to find Kevin. Um, because, well, if <laughs> they look like they are, but Kevin actually like urgently called them to say, Hey, Crowley's in my head. Um, which Dean oddly is just very dismissive. Doesn't believe him. Um, he also sounds like he has a cold. It's just a thing I'm pointing out. Jensen, not Dean. I don't know. Maybe Dean has a cold. I feel like the boys don't get colds, but, um, Kevin, um, 
Yeah, Dean doesn't doesn't seem like he believes Kevin. He thinks that Kevin has just like basically worn himself thin. Sam seems a little bit more understanding uh, as a man who's also heard like you know Lucifer's voice in his head. Uh, I'm, sur- I'm surprised Sam didn't say, "Let me stick a knife in your palm. That'll help." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me stab you, and you can just press I on the wound. Would squeeze my blood, um, and will actually resulted in some erectile complications down the line. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think you're worried about that just yet, though. Like this is immediate problems only. Yeah, yeah. I can't nut unless I nut blood. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kevin also says he's got some good news. It's not just um, the the early stages of uh, blood nuttery. He has translated the second trial. Um, which he says, an innocent soul has to be rescued from hell and returned unto heaven. Uh, which I think Dean says, like, what? <laughs> Kevin goes, unto. That's just how God talks. <laughs> As if that was the part they were confused about. God talks like he's at a Ren Fair. Like, yeah. he just, that's just where, they, this is what happened. He went to two Ren Fairs when he was 13, and like, now that's just how he talks. Um, this is really good. And, uh, I, they're both like, how are we going to get to hell? And like, how are we going to do this? But they very quickly just kind of figure it out, which I really appreciate. Like this shows some uh, Winchester intuitiveness where they yeah. just say, well, if we want to get into hell, uh, the best way to do that is to go capture a crossroad demon, which they just do. Like they just straight they up just capture do. a it's demon like, and start torturing us. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like, it was just on a, on a laundry list. Like we got to yeah. drop the clothes off at the, at the at the dry cleaners we got to pick up the mail at the p.o box and then we got to capture this demon at the crossroads first i liked seeing them in this outdoor crossroad location the the rustic setting it really like harkened back to the old days which any any slight nod to the early seasons i'm here for it um because they're in the same sets all the time so just seeing them kind of like out in a field somewhere i was like yeah all right all right boys looking good out there looking like real winchesters out there um the wikipedia but, uh helpfully says that this is uh where that supernatural shake video was uh filmed which i think is pretty interesting okay all we right. haven't talked about that because it's it's full of later season spoilers but we'll we'll get we'll probably discuss that on a either on the outtakes or on like on a feedback episode because it's a really funny little supernatural spoof yeah yeah and I don't uh, care what you say, Shake It Off is a good song. I dig yeah, it. I don't, yeah, it's, it's a fine song. Um, so I like that, well, they capture, they capture, they do their, their usual thing to capture the Crossroads team and they draw the, the Devil's Trap. But all I kept thinking was, how'd they, how'd they, like, how'd they get them all roped up later? Like, how'd they get them trapped? Like, did yeah. they have to walk into the circle and be like, all right, come here, come to the edge. Like, I don't well, know I mean, how it you, works. We never see you, that part. If you think about it, they've got the uh, the trunk of the Impala in a devil's trap. Yeah. So they yeah. just backed that bad boy right in, to the edge him. and then just yeah. threw him in. Like, yeah. I mean, he's... Then just uh, do some of that patents, uh Winchester karate. Sure, yeah. Big kicks, as Sam Big likes kicks. to call him. Big kicks, Sam. <laughs> Big kicks, Sam. <laughs> yeah. As he's been known throughout the, the past seasons, Big Kick Sam. Um, when Dean came knocking on Sam's apartment with him and Jess, and he goes, hey! Big kick Sam here. Look at my big kick Sam. <laughs> Dad went on a hunting trip and he hasn't been he's seen it for a while. I need Man, your big you kicks, Sam. <laughs> I need your big kicks. Is that you, big kicks? <laughs> See, when we started this, when we started recording today, you said that you were going to try to go for an ASMR oh, energy and not a yeah, screaming all, energy, but all, now it's just. Dr- uh, big kicks is that? <laughs> Dad's been on a hunting trip and he hasn't been home in a few days all right need to stop with that immediately um so they they summon this demon they capture him they take him to a second location first of all never let them take you to a second location that is you're screwed if they bring you to a second location 
You're getting kidnapped. You fight right there at Crossroads Demon. You fight right there at the Crossroads. Do not let the Winchesters take you to a second location because you're done for then. Um, I like this. It's pretty, uh, pretty tame torture from what we've seen from, uh, yeah. you know, 40 years of torturing hell, Dean Winchester. Mm-hmm. They just pour some uh, holy water on this dude. Yeah. Like that's, pour some sugar on him. <laughs> that's just, I mean, they're just pouring a little bit of holy water on him at a time. And this dude acts like it's the worst thing that he's ever experienced. And I'm like, no, man, you think that no. you think that Crowley would do a little bit of like ad- yeah. adversarial interrogation training right yeah. like you know what i'm saying right. like they, you figure right. he would just kind of jason you know, Bourne did it <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure like there's eight of those <laughs> yeah. movies i haven't seen all of them probably yeah. <laughs> again don't know why i'm so well versed in those so yeah they torture this dude and eventually uh he says okay you can get to hell um but uh it, but there but it's a secret and i can't tell anybody a dean is like hey we promised not to tell anybody go, go ahead man just tell us Eventually, this dude finally breaks and it's uh, like, okay, you can get smuggled in by a rogue reaper, uh, but you have to pay them a price to do it. And, uh, and they can even get you into heaven if that's what you need. But, the, you know, there's a, there's a network of rogue reapers that can, that can operate kind of under the, under the veil, so to speak. Um, and then the demon's like, hey, since we're here, like, go ahead and kill me because I'd rather you guys kill me now in this innocent body that I'm wearing <laughs> rather than go back to right. Crowley. Right. And, and the boys like, are like, yeah. we're comfortable with that. Sure. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, sure, but first we're going to torture you some more. We're not yeah. going to show it on the screen, but we're just going to torture you Just to make sure more. that if there were any other secrets, that this human body really feels it before you die. Because <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we're the villains now. Did you, uh, did you see the post in our Discord? Um, I think this is by Jinkster. Uh, who said that maybe the reason that the demons always have uh, like pop culture quips is because they're getting it from the bodies that they're possessing. Oh yeah. 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 That makes sense. So, that makes sense. So, I think he said, so like if a demon possessed Chris, that demon would just be super obsessed talking about swords all the time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, time. Big time. Demons with swords, bring them back. Come on. <clears throat> so uh, Sam and Dean go into, I don't know what this is supposed to be. They don't, they don't tag it for us, but like it, it's a very urban environment. Like I think they're trying to make this look like New York, except like uh-huh. the taxi that this dude is driving around. Like it looks like a New York from the 1940s. So I don't know what they're trying to invoke. It's Cause he's with a this. rogue reaper. He's not a real taxi driver. His, uh, there's a sticker on the back that says, uh, how's my driving call one 800 go to hell, which is very classy. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, he, they meet up with AJ and, uh, AJ number one knows the Winchesters uh, right on site because he is the reaper that took Bobby to hell. And, uh, which is, which is news for all of us. I think everybody mm-hmm. believed that Bobby would have just go to heaven after he finally yeah. passed. Uh, but apparently if you piss off the wrong people in hell, AKA Crowley, they can put you on a no fly list, which seems like. Like it seems like an over, it seems like a little shitty. bit too much authority for the guy in hell to be I able to judge. I do feel that. like if he could just actively control souls that way, like every every single everybody is fucked. Um, maybe Bobby was a special situation where he truly went out of his way and had to bend over backwards to get him. Yeah, but uh, maybe yeah, he gets I'd, five freebies a year. Like maybe they maybe, get. You know what I'm saying? What it is. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. This um, this scene, all I can think of is the outtake version of it because they're you know they go to meet the this coyote. Um, they have to pay him, which is great because they don't end up having to pay him. But he says, "You two are very resourceful, so one day you're gonna have to do me a favor." Um, and somebody says, "You you say it like you know us." Of course, you're the Winchesters. I think Dean says. Um, I'm sorry, have we met? And that's when he says, you know, I, I'm the Reaper who took Bobby, blah, 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 whatever. But all I could think of is the, the outtakes of Jared just going like, I think you watched just the show, Dean. I don't know why <laughs> that is just in my head. But every time, I think he did it like five different takes, just repeatedly insisting like he watched a Supernatural, Dean. 
so they 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 get past all this stuff and they say, okay, well, if if Bobby is in hell, that's an easy that's an easy choice. We're going to go down there and save him. I guess they forgot about the innocent soul that they had to save because Bobby's not really like mm-hmm. super innocent. Um, he's okay. done some fucked up things in his life. Uh, but the Reaper For says sure. like, uh, or excuse me, Sam interrupts Dean and is like, hey you can't do this. Like I am the one that did the first trial. I have to do the second trial. I'm going to have to do it on my own. And I, I need you here. Dean remarkably agrees with this without too much like fuss. Like he's just like, okay, well I guess this is this the way things are now where Sam gets to do this cool stuff, like go to hell and I get to hang out with <laughs> Kevin, the weirdo for a weekend. Yeah. Human sweat stain. Who's <laughs> now here at voices. Great. This will be a fun weekend. The psychotic human sweat stain known as Kevin yeah. Tran. Um, uh, and the price, they, they, not the price, but he says, okay, I'm going to take Sam. Uh, you need to be back here in 24 hours and exactly 24 hours at this spot. And uh, I will return. And um, that's pretty much it. Except there's a real yeah. creepy looking dude on the side. That's been sketching. Yeah. Um, all I could think, I was like, Dean is going to be bugging out. So goddamn hard. Like he is such a worry about Sam doing stuff like this, especially since now they're on the same team. Nobody's mad at each other. Um, and he's like, okay, my, my bro's just gonna go to hell uh, for 24 hours while I'm just gonna have to think about it and not be able to do anything about it. Uh, so, so Dean's gonna be stressed. Um, but yeah, Sam is is led down an alleyway. The coyote says, take my hand. Sam, for some reason, decides that's the point where he wants to go. Gets creepier, because taking a guy's hand is the worst part about this for him. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the the walls start to melt. There's all these graf- you know, there's graffiti all over the walls, and it kind of all melds together into a graffiti door and then they're sort of pulled through that that uh this effect effect is super good like just to spend some time on this like the when they walked into graffiti room i thought we were gonna get like kind of a um, like a harry potter-esque like door in a brick wall situation but to have everything kind of melt into this weird cosmic portal i thought was super cool and they dematerialize when they go through it right so like they they kind of fade into this weird black smoke almost like demon-esque and then uh, when they pop out on the other side they they like re-materialize in the same way which i thought was really really cool yeah they look pretty cool um, but they don't pop out in hell. They pop out in purgatory. They're in the purg. Sam's in the purg, in Chris. The perg. Back in the purg. <clears throat> they couldn't they couldn't stay away from the purg. It was just too much easy of a uh, of a of a of a video filter to put on the thing. Yes, yeah, it's just too much like you could do that on Instagram if you want. Sam is originally pissed, but the Reaper's like, no, no, no. <clears throat> this has worked a thousand times. All you have to do is follow the string. And find three trees with three rocks, and then you'll you'll be there. But I'm not gonna go with you. This place sucks. Late, it goes back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Be back in 24 hours. Bye. Uh, Sam pulls out the the demon killer knife, uh, Ruby's former knife, I guess. And he then, pulls it out of his pants pocket or his lower coat pocket, despite showing it early, earlier. Like literally opened his jacket, showed it to Dean that he had it in his chest pocket. Why the inconsistency? It's only been a couple minutes. Yeah, and and Sam stalks off into the wilderness to uh, try to find this portal to hell. Yeah, uh, big kick Sam. Just big kick Sam. Over fallen leaves Thumps his shit. way through the purr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snapping every twig along his way. Like an actual moose. <laughs> Back over to Dean, who has uh, arrived with cheeseburgers and french fries to take care of dear old Kevin, who is now hiding in the closet, hiding from Crowley. Uh, yeah. Kevin's all freaked out. All he wants is for this thing to be over with. And... Uh, and Dean, as opposed to saying, like, don't worry, it'll be over soon. He's like, no, man, this is what your life is now. This is what your life is forever. Like, guys like you and me, we don't get the easy, you know, apple pie life. Like, we're going to have to carry a little extra weight. And, yeah, the whole thing sucks. But the moment that you accept that, it becomes easier. Like, this ride becomes easier. And Kevin's like, 
fuck this, I'm out, and like takes the food yeah. <laughs> into the closet, yeah. including a slice of Dean's pie, who is very upset about this. Very upset about that. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is kind of Dean's philosophy <laughs> in a lot of ways, but... um yeah, yeah, this is uh, uh, this is probably not healthy for Dean. Like, just to say no, this out loud, like, no. Dean should be looking for maybe a way to retire one day. He should be stocking away some retirement funds. Absolutely. How do they even make money anymore? Who cares, Chris? Do you, I mean, like, do you? <laughs> like, I'm assuming like they they run credit card scams on the side constantly. They got still, yeah, they're still just hustling pool constantly. God, While man, Sam lays on the hood of the Impala, just just looking at a calendar. December, I nut blood. January, I nut we blood. We used to see them like during like actual plot scenes on the side. We'd also see them living, like brushing their teeth randomly. Sure, yeah, we haven't seen any of that either. Just added just enough, you know, flavor to the world to make you feel like it was real. And now it's just like motel to motel. Look at all these suits that we owned. <laughs> And keep finely pressed for them for a moment's notice. Yeah. Where are they hanging those in the Impala? Like the, the Impala doesn't have like backseat hangers for those. I, they there's just no. They got they got blood in the trunk and a bunch of guns and, and angel feathers. Don't forget that and angel feathers and, and and goober dust. So I don't know where they're putting these these finely pressed suits. I guess they just rent them wherever they go. Sure, that I makes sense. They, yeah. Imagine a Winchester returning a uh, a rented suit. That doesn't happen. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> they're going to lose then, that deposit. But they don't have them, so they clearly just throw them out. Uh, so Kevin goes in and eats his food by himself. Uh, we go back over to the Reaper, who is uh, walking back to his cab with a giant piece of pizza to have a little snack when he gets in the vehicle and realizes that Crowley is directly behind him. Uh, yeah. Crowley basically says, like, hey, you should do you have something to tell me? And AJ's like, no, man, not at all. He's like, what about the Winchesters? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sam Winchester. That's the guy oh, you're yeah. talking Oh, big kick Sam. I was confused. <laughs> yeah, big kick. I know him as big kick. I know him as big kick. I don't I don't usually call him Sam. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you should have said big kicks. So, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, uh, yeah, I brought him into hell. Uh AJ basically says like yeah we're supposed to meet back here at 17 hours and then crowley just straight up executes him i don't quite remember when crowley got the angel blade they've shown it with him like they, he was in the episode where meg passed away uh, i don't remember exactly where he picked that up but boy is he making good use out of that bad boy sure is he sure he's making the rounds with that sucker he really is um we uh go back to the purgatory where sam is attacked by like a zombie looking dude uh, who has like a, a great perg weapon and uh, Sam fucking takes him out and takes his perg weapon. Chris, Sam has yeah. got his own perg yeah. weapon. He's got his own perg weapon. He's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> so it's just, I now I understand why Dean was keeping out, this a secret. Out loud, Sam's just going, oh, right. All right. <laughs> all right, cool. Now I don't have to use so many kicks. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he does a couple more practice kicks just to kind of get it out. wonder if I can get one of these for my feet. <laughs> I don't know where this Sam impression whoa, is coming whoa. from. <laughs> He's just yelling, attracting monsters from all over. He goes, whoa! Holy shit, guys! Holy, oh, whoa! He takes his belt off and straps the the perg weapon to his foot. Wow! (laughs) Now I'm deadly kick Sam. Whoa! (laughs) Try me now, monsters! (laughs) I'm gonna kick you to death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, says Sam. Ah! And he's like, oh, wait, I forgot. I'm supposed to say Bobby. <laughs> Better so, go kick my way into hell. So uh, Sam eventually finds the right cluster of trees and rocks, kicks the rock aside, uh, finds a portal. Ah! <laughs> that, uh, take that rock. Um, ah, gotcha. 
when he moves this rock, like all of a sudden, like air is being sucked into this thing, which yeah. is, uh, again, just like, uh, I mean, give props where props is due. Like this episode is killing it with the special effects. And, uh, as he gets close to this thing and he kind of has some trepidation at first, but then he, you know, he finds the steel inside of him. Like he was a gunslinger and, uh, and, and jumps in and pops out in, uh, a dungeon. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I know this is plot, and I don't really, I don't really care. But boy, is it convenient that the purgatory thing just dropped him right next to where he needed to go. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Couldn't have for asked sure. for a better back door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it takes him like a minute and a half to find Bobby. <laughs> but he, you know, but that's because he's kicking his way through. He pops out. He's like, "Whoa, good thing I'm here now." Hey, just you, kicking all the cage doors. You don't need doors when you have a purg weapon strapped to your feet. You make that's doors. Right. That's right. <laughs> David comes around the corner and just sees this guy just doing high kicks against a steel door. <laughs> Sweep the, the leg. Hell? Not my leg. <laughs> I'm strapped. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he arrives in this like weird dungeon looking area. He takes off his watch and like leaves it on a ledge to to kind of mark where he came in from. Uh, this whole place is very creepy and I think reasonably well mm-hmm. done for what we'd expect from Supernatural. Like they've yeah, got they've got the so. red hell light going. You hear screams and moans in the background. Uh there's some weird like cut up people in dungeons saying some weird shit to him. One girl mm-hmm. just kind of keeps chanting at him at the same time and he kind of gets taken aback by her a little bit and he's like I'm, i don't know who you are i'm big kick sam i don't i don't belong here yeah, uh, i wondered here if it was supposed to like almost tempt sam not tempt the on purpose but sort of it's a temptation for sam to want to save everybody because he's always that like a ridiculous like forgets sometimes what he's supposed to do and he's like we gotta just save the people you know he forgets i'm here to save bobby as he's looking at this girl who keeps repeatedly just saying like oh you came to save me or whatever finally Whatever it is that she's saying, she keeps repeating it over and over and over. And she's looking at him. Kick Sam. I love big, big kick Sam. Big kick Sam. Goes, <laughs> that one was free. You got to pay for the rest of the show. Sammy, <laughs> give me a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hell, Sammy. I need a yeah. <laughs> Just those kicks. Just those kicks way up high. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I can't stay down in here kicking for you forever. I got to go find my friend. Right, <laughs> Sam is like an 80s. For someone else. Babe. Sam is like an 80s movie action star right now oh yeah he tied a bandana over his forehead and everything changed That's what he went into per- when dean's not around he puts the bandana on he's too ashamed to wear it for a dean he strapped that purg weapon to his leg with the fucking ammunition like belt oh, <laughs> like yeah. he's just got oh, a bunch yeah. of shotgun shells strapped it in. like a bandolier yes <laughs> um salt so he eventually gets through and finds an open door, uh, which luckily Man, contains. If only I can hold guns with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> which luckily contains one Bobby Singer uh, who turns around, takes one look, and says, uh, "Get the hell out of here, you big kicked son of a bitch!" Or excuse me, black-eyed son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then punches Sam in the face, which I think is very hilarious. Which is yeah, and then Sam is like, "Whoa, dude, it's me!" Uh, and he brings up D, uh, Bobby's love for Tori Spelling and, and pedicures. This this life changing pedicure that he got that he, he only told Dean about, uh, and then they have a nice big old hug. Hey, hey, fellas, if you're out there, go get a pedicure. It's okay, and it feels great, and makes your toes look good. Like, go go get that done. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. I've never had one, but I bet it is. Oh, dude, um, you and Jess to go get the Manny Petty one day. You'll have a blast. It's so much fun. They bring you like wine would. and shit to the t- to the thing. It's so good. What? What? Mm-hmm. Um. So Bobby, unfortunately, he thinks that Big Kicks is dead. 
if he's here, you know, we, there's literally no other reason for him to be here. Um, so first he says, do you think Sam is dead? Um, of course he's not. Um, but also we learned that Bobby's hell is that his, his torture is demons showing up <laughs> pretending to be Sam and Dean to in coming like- to rescue him only to be like, LOL, it ain't, it ain't real. <laughs> endless sam and deans just making internet acronyms at him because he doesn't understand just like papa winchester doesn't understand internet acronyms what is going on here (laughs) big kicks that you nope not you what is a raffle copter and how are you going to use it to free me from this cage (laughs) uh but oh yeah sam is sure like no i'm i'm the real deal and i'm here to save you it's a long story buddy let's go uh, we we clip over to Crowley, who is in his like King of Hell office, which just looks like a normal office to me, um, yelling at this woman that we've never seen before. To my knowledge, yeah, we won't ever see again. And he's just yelling at her like, I want to know what's going on. Where did we even get you? The intern school? And I'm like, who is this person? And yeah, isn't this your job? Like, yell at yourself, yeah. homie. <laughs> what are you doing? What is going on, Crowley? <laughs> can somebody remind Crowley that he can teleport across like space and time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should be in the know. <laughs> he's got a ton of power. He's got so many demons under his control and he's yelling at this chick for messing up his coffee, I guess. I don't know what she, what he's I doing. I um i do like that he says uh that kevin has the the tablet with all of the good stuff while his half of the tablet has all of the acknowledgements and about the author (laughs) yeah yeah his half of the tablet's useless he can't do anything with it and i don't even think crowley wants to do anything with the tablet i think he just doesn't want anyone else to do anything with it yeah he does he wants both sides so that he can he you know people can't close him off from from earth right like that's that's the whole thing does he does he not yet know that that's what they're up to I don't uh no he definitely knows um cuz yeah, that that was that was we, they they told him that uh, or he found that out relatively like early in the season but um I don't think he knows about the angel tablet yet. Right 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 right. So we uh we cut over to Dean who has um now found his passion of life. He's yeah. he he loves to cook, Chris. This dude just you put a mm-hmm. skillet in front of this guy, he's going to make you a dish. <laughs> That's who Dean Winchester is nowadays. Who he is now? Uh, Kevin wasn't even home. He wasn't even home to appreciate his fine cooking. He just shows up like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, oh, I went and I hit the tablet somewhere. I'm not going to tell anybody about it because I'm Kevin. Yeah, he, I like he, Kevin. I don't know why I'm doing him so dirty. I know, man. Because he's a human sweat stain. You got you to gotta call it, you know, <laughs> you got to credit what the credit's due and you got to give human, human sweat stains. <laughs> human sweat stains are due. Yeah. Uh, right. He hid the tablet, yeah, because he's trying to make a preemptive strike and he absolutely refuses to tell Dean where it is and then just immediately goes back into his closet, <laughs> which is really yeah. funny to me. Um, right. Now, honestly, for the most part, not the worst idea. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, like he—they've got all of the information that they need. If he—if he doesn't have the tablet, then Crowley won't be chasing him as hard. Although you'd figure, like, you still know where it is. Crowley's probably going to keep coming after you. So I don't. Right. Kevin's right. a little messed up right now. He's a little stressed out. He's got a lot of anxiety. He's had better days. Uh, right after Kevin closes the door, our old friend Naomi shows up. And uh, Naomi mm-hmm. tries to convince Dean that she had nothing but the best interest for Castiel in her heart. She was just trying to protect him, that she's the one that raised him from purgatory at the cost of a bunch of lives and that they're on the same side. Yeah, because Dean's all his Dean's real mad at first, like about the whole purgatory situation. She was like, who do you think saved his ass? Yeah, the only reason you got to see your boyfriend again is because I got him out of the purg. You didn't do yeah, that. Maybe I, did. I told him to kill you, but he was just so misunderstood. 
everything. Yeah, I mean, I had to do what I have to do to get the angel tablet, dog. Uh, Dean is not really having any of this bullshit. He's basically like calling it, calling it as he sees it, which is, I don't trust angels. And she's like, well, if you don't trust us, why haven't you warded, against, warded this safe houseboat against him, against us? And he's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I got to go ward this thing against him. But no, he hasn't done it because he's ready for Castiel to show up at a, at a moment's notice, just like she is. She wants to bring him in from the cold as well. Um, so she's putting that same spin on Dean that she put on Castiel. And, you know, even though we kind of, we, we don't, we don't know the big picture here. We don't know everything that Naomi's up to. We only see the way that she was, um, manipulating Castiel and she's now trying to do the same thing to Dean by just choosing the right words. And, it, and he is skeptical of any angel, of course, except for Castiel. Um, but what she says, you know, he's not immediately hostile. Once she finishes speaking, he's not like, you better get out of here. You're going to be breakfast i don't know um she she is has a silver tongue and and she's able to work it uh even on dean a little bit yeah and um and this is good like having providing a little gray area to naomi who has up to this point been kind of a cartoonish villain in the series is uh is pretty good and i can i can kind of see an uh an angle of this where oh like what she was doing was wrong but she was trying to protect her people and you know it's not like Dean has ever been above doing some weird shit to some friends. Like he was all into fake, fucking killing Kevin Tran's mom because he was had Crowley inside of her. Just to remind yeah. everybody about that. Um, she also that. lets Dean know that uh, AJ took Sam to hell through purgatory, which of course, you know, Dean's freaks out about a little bit. Yeah, that's, um, you know, not, not the best news he's heard today. Uh, Sam and Bobby are trying to escape the uh, Diablo three dungeon that they have found themselves in. Um, <laughs> Chris, I, I need I need a, I need a vote. I have a question for you here. Uh-huh. Um, there's a scene where uh, a demon comes down. Sam tries to jump him. Uh, the demon does not get tricked, and uh, you know the surprise fails. And then as they're tussling, Bobby has to come over and take care. And then Bobby immediately comes over and, and takes care of another demon that was coming up behind Sam. Is this? Mm. I have two phrases for what I want to call this, and I want you to pick one okay. so we can use it in the future in case Bobby ever shows up again. What I first called this was the stepdad dance, because um, I think that's just really good. Because Bobby's their stepdad, step-dad and this is dance, the yeah, stepdad yeah, yeah, dance. Yeah. But then I was thinking, uh, I feel like Bobby is a good enough hunter to be able to pull off this move with anybody, so we shouldn't just limit it to uh, the stepdads of whoever he's a stepdad of. Maybe this could just be called the Bobby Two Step. The Bobby Two Step is perfect. They, you like it? Honestly, okay. Yeah, it's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, because I mean, he's he's had to have done this this maneuver with um Joe's husband, with whose Garth, name I forgot, or yeah, Garth, yeah, or Jody. Yeah, he's got that Bobby Two Step down. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm the new Jody. <laughs> I'm the new. I'm the new Bobby. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the most interesting thing that happens here is a demon shows up, uh, looking like Sam, and Bobby just executes him, and Sam's like you. Yeah. He knew which one was right, huh? He's like, yeah, that fifty-fifty shot. <laughs> also, I'm in hell, so it's not like things are going to get worse for me. Bobby's like, yeah, I mean, only one of you is throwing a lot of kicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> demons can possess you. Those tight corners just going, yeah, yeah, and he can't get any can't get any hits in because his legs are too long and the corners are too small. That's why Bobby had to do the the Bobby two step. Demons can possess you. They can read your thoughts and minds. They can impersonate you, but they can never impersonate your kicks. That's what we have to know. Yeah, no. That should be the no. way that we what identify is- if somebody's possessed by a demon or a shapeshifter. Big Kick Sam, or what, I don't even remember what the original nickname is. It Big Kick Sam or Long Leg Sam? It was Big Kick was Sam. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> <Hi-ya>! 
<laughs> Why do people listen to this podcast, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they they run away to the ledge where Sam finds his watch. They jump through the portal. Dean arrives to pick Sam up and finds AJ dead. Oh shit! Moment. Uh, Sam and Bobby arrive in purgatory, and when Bobby hears where he is, he's like, "Does that classic balls comment from uh from Bobby?" Which I think is pretty good. Uh, Dean makes a pretty drastic decision. We haven't he hasn't been in touch with Benny for quite some time. Uh, he finally ended it basically when Sam ended things with Amelia, saying like, "We got to let think let go of all of these past things and and look forward to the future." But now that Dee needs a favor, oh, how the cell phone works. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and boy, like, as much as I kind of have hated on Dent Benny a little bit, I think, I, I think I've done that. Like, I don't think I've been the hugest Benny fan throughout this series. Uh, no. I, there's something about Dean and Benny's relationship that is just, like, Dean is just so into this guy. Like, he is just, like, really emotional about his relationship with Benny. And I know they went through a lot of shit in the Perg, but man like it's and, and the jensen ackles is such a good actor that like i buy it into it the whole time i'm like oh fuck i'm getting kind of teary just talking about this these two dudes like it's, b- not talking for a little while right there's there's like full-on tears in dean's eyes later in this and it's it's like it's quite something but yeah i mean even though like dean he, he calls benny and he says like hey basically like i'm a shithead because I'm, I'm only calling you now i haven't called you in forever and i'm calling you now because i need something from you it's not out of the goodness of my heart but benny just like Benny Benny pays off in a way that like just he it doesn't even doesn't even make sense. They bring him back and it's like, oh he's just like the best bro ever. Um but they bring him back and he's like, you know what, Dean, like it's just so good to hear your voice, but like I don't even care if you just call him because he wants something. Like I'm just happy to talk to you. But he's so nice about this. He's so cool. He's so nice about it. He's so nice. And he sounds so sad. Like I think we've we've always said that we like this actor. Uh and we like his portrayal of Benny, but I just think like the way that Benny fit in with stuff and the relationship that's sort of supposed upon him was always a little bit much for us, but this yeah. actor always does a really great job. Um, so yeah, Dean says, I need a figure favor and it's going to be a big one. Uh, we switch back over to Sam and Bobby. Uh, Sam has kind of explained everything to, to Bobby up to this point um, about the trials. And Bobby's like, well, man, you guys are in trouble. That's going to be, you know, really nice. You guys are going to be really using me. I'm going to be back in action. I can't wait. And Sam's like, uh, we burned your oh. bones except for one that I stuck in my leg so that I could kick stronger. Cause now I have, <laughs> Two kicking legs. Yeah! <laughs> I have your femur in right next to my femur, so that I have more power on my kicks. So Jesus Christ, Sam, that is not how any of that works. <laughs> uh, and also, the the whole trial thing is, I have to get you from hell into heaven, uh, so like I can, so we can do this thing. And um, yeah, Bobby can't, is actually can't just get the layup. Got to go for the three point shot. I thought that they were they were going to try to. Uh, do something weird with Bobby here because Bobby is acting kind of like weird and goofy a little bit and almost to the point it's where I thought hell. that Crow- okay. Crowley had like possessed Bobby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, but they, they don't, it doesn't go anywhere. Like it's just like it, that, that doesn't happen. I just, did you pick up on any of that or is that just me? Yeah. He, he definitely seems a little bit off and I was like, maybe it's cause like he hasn't been on set in a while or like, He's dead. He's ghost Bobby. You know, he's not, he's not alive. Um, when do we get to the part where he, he shames Sam again for taking a year off and not like trying to save Dean or whatever? Oh, we're going to be, we're, we're going to be coming to that pretty soon. Cause I think that might be the, uh, the, the intro to this podcast is the agreement bit that Bobby does in that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Bobby goes through this thing and he says like, you know, I, 
when I died, I just assumed like once I got my the hunter's funeral or whatever, I would just fade out. But like, imagine my surprise that I woke up in in hell. And he's like, "Well, you know, we're going to be giving putting you in heaven, so that's got to be a little bit better." He's like, "Yeah, because nothing weird ever happens in heaven, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That uh, sucks at this. I think we kind of just assumed that Bobby was okay this whole time, but no, of course, uh, yeah. it didn't didn't really work out for him. And with the way that uh, time yeah. works in in hell, like he's been there for like a hundred and fifty years, like just yeah. endless. He says it's the two hundred Sam when Sam arrives in the dungeon. He says it's the two hundredth Sam he had seen that day. So that's a lot of Sam and Dean's coming through that area. That's a, that's a lot of hell. That's a lot. Um, they arrive at the spot, and of course AJ is not there to to pick them up. Um, Benny shows up at the uh, graffiti wall and Dean kind of explains this whole thing like hey I can get you, you can go back to purgatory if I kill you and then you could ride Sam back uh, I know that's a lot to ask and Benny's like you mean the brother that hates me and wants to kill me and Sam's, Dean's like yeah yeah that's the one Benny yeah, that's big, the one that I want kicks. you to help me say yeah. <laughs> big kick Sam big <laughs> I still have an imprint uh, on my ass from when he kicked me out of the car <laughs> I know. I don't Maybe even know how he did that from the back seat. That seems impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um, Increasingly good- unbelievable kick, Sam, as <laughs> a new comic book series. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what I've never watched or read anything of One Punch Man, but now I'm just assuming that's what that whole it's, series is about. It's, it's like just One Punch or One, one Kick Sam. Uh, one Kick Sam, Sam, yeah. Um, but in his huge jeans that he wears, just throwing course, these big yeah. old kicks. Doing, giant still doing the fist, the fist stance, like he's like a real martial artist. He's just he's a whole thing. Um, but this part is actually very sad, and and Benny is like being a real hero here. Skip leg day, um, honey. I am all leg day, honey. I am leg day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's please let's talk about this emotional Benny thing because I like it a lot. I just uh, boy, it's really good. It is really good. Benny is like, Dean like reluctantly reveals this plan. You can tell even as he's saying it, Dean's kind of agonizing over it. He's still willing to ask for his brother. He's still willing to ask Benny to do this ridiculous thing. Um, but he he says, like, listen, yeah, if I kill you, you'll go back to Purgatory. You can find Sam, and you can lead him to the portal. You can ride him back out and, and come back. And Benny says, even after all this, he says, Dean, like, you don't, you don't owe me anything. At all. You, you never did. But all this, you know, this life, I, I need a break from it. I'm not, I'm not a good fit for, for vampires. I'm not a good fit for humans. I just don't belong here. And as he's saying all this, just, you know, cutting back and forth between Dean and Benny. And there's like literal like tears welling up. Like you could, yeah. you could fill a cup. You could fill a, a full glass with the tears that are welling inside Dean's eyes. And somehow none of them spill over, which almost makes it better. Almost makes it better. Um, because those, those eyes are just swimming, swimming with tears. As he's looking at his good buddy that he hasn't seen in a while, he knows he kind of did him a little dirty. And now it, it, Benny's coming back and it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you did. Because like, you're my bro. And you know what? I'm in a position right now where I kind of don't even want to be here, which is very sad. It's like a vampire being suicidal. isn't. Um, it's sad. It's like, I got to live forever, but I don't belong in this world and it sucks. And I can't like, I'm, I'm trying to ride the line. You get the feeling that, that Benny would probably end up going down a dark path if he was left alone for too much longer i think benny's a good guy but how long can you live a lonely life drinking blood packets before you start to lose your mind a little bit i wanted to mention that specifically because when dean calls him originally like he's still in that same old truck drinking those same old blood packets like he hasn't succumb to killing anybody <laughs> so he is 
like he's the he's a decent dude like he's a decent guy which i think is the reason that jensen or excuse me the reason that dean like maybe has this relationship with him um yeah it's still it, it's i still think like this relationship was rushed a bit like i it it it's so well done here that I wish right. we had more to, to, to work with in, in the early, like, again, I just wish we had more time in purgatory where these guys weren't just murdering people left and right. Like, give me that campfire scene. Like, mm-hmm. you know, teach me your old songs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, this is really good. And the acting is just, is top tier. Like we always talk about Jensen during these emotional moments and, uh, and he fucking kills it. I don't know how you keep that many tears in your eyes at one time. Like I, I can't do it. Like I've, I've tried to make myself watch like the opening of up a few times just to practice. And I can't, I can't, just I can't pull it off. Something. <laughs> just, just to feel, feel something. a little bit of my cold, dead heart. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Benny's like, okay, let's, let's do this. Uh, and they, Dean gets his knife. Uh, they shake hands. They do the full brother hug. Am I right on that? Like they do a they full, do. they do a like, good, fully grasp. Yeah. No, no pats on the back or none, none of that. Like, you know, <laughs> grabbing your fist on the inside with the one pat hug, the arm it's a hug. Thing. It's, it's a, a full, full brother hug, uh, which is emotional. Like we don't see a lot of those. Like we, 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 we were keeping a list and we, we didn't happen so often that I forgot where I put my list. So it's just lost to my Google drive folder somewhere. Yep. Um, Dean like visibly works up his nerve to do this. Uh, he like you could tell that he's um, he has to he has to work himself up to do this and to the point where Benny even kind of chides him a little bit. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're making me wait sit here all day, or like cause him a pansy or something? I don't quite remember what it was. And yeah. then uh, and then yeah, Dean slices him slices his head off, and uh, that's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, and we later then just see him stuffing Benny's body into uh, the trunk of the car. <laughs> sure, yeah, of course you do. So, I mean, he didn't clean up the blood just, in this alleyway. in a back alley of presumably New York or sure. wherever, or Chicago, something like that, you know? Just a major city. Uh, you just cut a guy's head off in a back alley, no big deal. Shit like that happens every single day. Um, yeah, every yeah, single yeah. day. Yeah. So we get back over to uh, the Perg, and... Um, Bobby is being like, oh man, Dean spent a year here. This must have really killed you that you couldn't get him out. And Sam's like, well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> you know how they used to call me small kick, Sam? Well, yeah. I, sp- I spent this year doing something. Um, uh, Sam basically says like, no, we had this agreement. And I love this line from Bobby so much. Bobby says, I know that agreement. I taught you that agreement. That's a non-agreement. <laughs> To walk away, yeah, yeah. which is really just like the the fundamental hypocrisy of all of this. Uh, don't come save me, bullshit is really just to have yeah. Bobby completely acknowledge that is really good and satisfying. Yeah. Um. And Sam's like, well, you know, I joined a gymnastics class. I really, uh, I really got my kicks going. You know, I had stuff to do. <laughs> uh. They're jumped by zombies or vampires or something. Like one is wearing kind of like a weird like Renaissance fair rags yeah. outfit. Yeah. Very they're weird. Just, they're very jumped bizarre. by cosplayers. Uh, they they all get to a fight, but Benny shows up out of nowhere again. Very lucky that the they're just right there. I guess I guess that makes sense if they were waiting for and Benny died anyway. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Benny shows up uh, and and saves them, but of course, you know, Bobby tries to attack this this vampire who just tore the neck out of somebody. Uh, and Bobby is like, "Well, man, like this is a buddy of Dean's. Like, what the hell have you guys yeah, been doing since I've been gone?" Dear, yeah, I kick now, and Dean's from with vampires. It's been a year, all right, Bobby. Uh, we go back to Dean, who's loading up his car and headed to Maine, where he, you know, he popped out of purgatory, so he knows right. that Sam is going to pop out the same way. Uh, that same demon uh, that was that was watching them at the beginning of the episode uh, is watching Dean drive away too. So that's notable. 
over in Purgatory, uh, Benny leads him to the spot. Uh, Sam, um, I think this is pretty interesting. Like for the first time ever, instead of just like doing a spell, Sam kicks the spell. So I hope they they kick. I hope they keep doing that for the for the rest of the yeah. series, where he just kicks out <laughs> yeah. the performance of the spell. So it was cool as hell. So. It was really nice. Like I mean, the choreography alone, like like something from the raid, man. Uh, but he does the spell and just puts Bobby in his arm like it's no big yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah, they they say their goodbyes then because Sam is like, yeah, once we get out of there, it's you know, it's straight ticket to heaven. You're not like, I'm not gonna get to see you on the surface. Um, what does Bobby say? Is I already I already said goodbye to you once, Sam. It didn't take. Um, yeah, it's it's not overwrought, but you can tell it's like, um, okay, good to see you. I'm going to a better place and. We're all okay with this right now. You know, we're all okay with this. Um, so yeah, he does the spell, puts Bobby in his arm. Um, Bobby, I feel like he'd probably get a sense of some of Sam's uh, inner workings, and he's like, "Holy shit, this boy really loves kicking." And he's got a weird issue with blood going on. It ain't what I what I thought it would be. This is definitely not what I thought. I mean, I knew he was drinking it at some point. I didn't know that he was nut that yeah. constantly though. This is a whole yeah. new level yeah. of freak. <laughs> Uh, Bobby also yeah, says if he, changed. if they uh, if they give him a rocking shell up chair up there, he's raising hell, which is very very mm-hmm. Bobby Singer. So very Bobby, very I like Bobby. that line. Uh, Sam goes over to Benny and is like, "Hey, time to get you, time to get up my arm." And uh, Benny's like, mm, "No, I'm not. I wasn't really planning on leaving. Uh, I was never good up there anyway." I think is the line, which is delivered really well. Uh, Sam says here. Uh, he unstraps the perg weapon from his leg, which I think is a serious sacrifice on Sam's with a, part. With a heavy, heavy sigh. <laughs> That's heavy. Boy, when people talk about fets in a sigh, like they don't often talk about like they were had to go to the UPS and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of a strong haya is, this, this yeah. was that. <laughs> Uh, the side that uh, that made a million man, men cry. Yeah. And he has to take off his bandana. He's like, listen, Dean can't see me wearing this. And yeah, don't tell Dean <laughs> about the bandana. This is a whole thing that I've got going to unperg. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Benny goes to attack these vampires that have, that have chased them. Uh, Sam jumps into the portal. Uh, Dean arrives in Maine in the woods just as Sam like comes out of the woods with this bright light. This is a very simple special effect, like some lights underneath a hill, but it's Sam running up under, in, in silhouette, but I think it works really fucking well. Um, and yeah, Sam appears, but he's alone. Uh, but we get another full brother hug. We got two in one episode, Chris. A lot of brother hugs going on here, and I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Uh, he immediately says, like, oh, I got Bobby. Uh, Benny didn't want to come out with me. He he wanted to use himself as bait. Uh, that when Dean finds this out, the finds that his his one of his very very good close friends, uh, his his brother from another mother, isn't coming out of purgatory. Like you can you can kind of watch his face. You can almost like hear the splash from the bottle that he's putting all these emotions into as it's, he's just yeah. dropping it down the well. Yeah. So yeah. he never has to experience them again. Like you can just like, what's that sound? Oh, that's Dean bottling another emotion yeah. and hiding it from oh, himself is, for years. This is why we don't have friendship anymore. Yeah. He's going to have to drink how it makes you feel. a lot more whiskey to, to, to yeah. drown that yeah. particular bottle. Uh, yeah, Dean takes it well, but you can tell it really fucks with him. Uh, and so Sam does the spell. He cuts open his arm. Poor Sam's arm in this episode. Jesus Christ. Thank God it wasn't yeah, his hey, legs, well, right? <laughs> thank God it wasn't his legs. Which are wanna, cleanly shaven, by the way. Don't want to don't want to scar up the cleanly shaven moneymakers. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. That's why he wears such baggy jeans. He doesn't want anything restricting the, the, the blood flow down there. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. God, God forbid he gets like some uh, varicose manes going down there. It's all downhill from no. there. 
No. Uh, <laughs> Sam cuts open his arm and uh, Bobby's soul, uh, which in this is, is kind of represented by this like weird blue bright smoke. The music changes to like this real like high pitched like something grandiose is happening in a fantasy novel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a little over the top. Like it works, but it's a little over the top. Like Gandalf yeah. found a sword somewhere is is the music that we're listening right. to. <laughs> right. Um but that that like you know pale blue soul glowing thing that affected it, it stops and I, it looks like I like the look of this. It's almost like somebody dropped like um some some mud into like a pool of water or something it's like slowly like it's a very liquidy effect as the soul turns like black or, or blackish and it's kind of held in place and it stops ascending to heaven suddenly yeah it's it's very good i i, I like this a lot and of course like you know dean and sam are confused like you should just go to heaven now bobby go away go away like start throwing rocks at the soul yeah, <laughs> we don't want sam, you here bobby sam does a little high jump but he can't quite big kicks can't quite get up there yeah yeah if he had that perg weapon right like he had who'd have that extra reach but oh, the it's perg like, weapon yeah, just a, a mere inch away he's like oh damn it um but of course crowley shows up and um he says like hey i i didn't allow this to happen like in fact if you had to ask me hell is too good for bobby um, and he's fling Sam and Dean against a tree and hold them there. And like, this looks pretty bad until our good friend Naomi shows up and, uh, they, they trade some verbal bars back and forth. I don't know if you wrote any of this down. I didn't like, it's just some kind of some like supernatural villain back and forth here. Yes. <laughs> some supernatural bullshit. <laughs> it ends with uh, Crowley crawling her, uh, a glorified bureaucrat, which apparently is her trigger word because she gets so pissed that she expels she him off like the property. <laughs> do yeah, not yeah. call me a bureaucrat. No. Uh, so and then she like does her like f- like does her like waves her fingers at Bobby's soul and that just goes off into a sky and uh, she turns to Dean and says hey I told you you could trust me and then disappears <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sam is like what the hell was that who was that person <laughs> long story Sam let's go <laughs> Dean's like we'll have to talk about it later do the spell do the and, spell uh, big kicks let's go. Sam uh, once again um, limbers up his leg. He does his stretches exercises, and he kicks through the spell of the the mm-hmm. second trial spell, uh, mm-hmm. and it creates a pain in his arm. Again, luckily it's his arm, <laughs> and it sends God. this time it sends him uh, straight to his knees. This light appears in his hand, kind of yeah. like he's holding yeah. a cigarette lighter under it, like a like a thin piece of skin. And um, but Sam just continually insists that he's fine. Like, oh, I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry I'm about fine. me. It's yeah. done. It's done. I'm fine. Um. And that's it. That's it for Sam. Then we cut back to Kevin, who's still healing. It was, oh, just to hang back on that for a second, that's the second trial. That's two out of three to shut in the gates yep. forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's pretty good. Um, it's clearly taking a more serious toll on Sam, but we'll, only time will tell. Uh, but yeah, cut back to Kevin on the houseboat. Not safe, not house, not boat. Um, you stole my fucking joke. I've been calling in my yeah. notes. I call it the not now the not so safe houseboat, and I was definitely going to make that joke. <laughs> Fucker. Um, well, you said it earlier, so it reminded me. Anyway. He's still hearing Crowley, and then boom, Crowley actually shows up. Um, and he's got some bad news. He's like, hey, Kev, sorry, buddy. Uh, I tortured your mom, yep. and she told me where you were. Kevin mm-hmm. doesn't believe her. Crowley then says, well, we killed your mom. Um, and he has some really intense line, like, you people are fleeting like blips of life. I am forever. Um, it's, a very, it's a very intense line about how he's just like, you, all of you insignificant little bugs keep causing me problems, and I don't like it. Yeah, it was like when I got chased by that bee yesterday. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go, I am forever as they cling onto your nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bees, man. It's weird that we're both getting tortured by bees lately. Uh, Fucked up. 
the the camera switches to uh outside of the not so safe houseboat and uh all we hear is kevin screaming um i'm curious i don't really remember the end of season eight especially like the particulars but i'm really curious because we see um like when crowley arrives like the windows blow in that the windows where all these words are painted on uh blow in and then crowley makes his his grandiose speech but when the boys get there the whole place is cleaned out the windows are fine Kevin has like grabbed up all of his shit. So I'm like at this point, I don't actually remember if Crowley is just in Kevin's head or if it's really Crowley. (laughs) So I'm kind of curious how they're going to resolve this. Um, Oh yeah. This is, I even, I wrote this because they, they go to see Kevin. Um, but all of Kevin's stuff is also gone. So it's like he packed a bag and left. So it's hard to tell what actually happened here. Um, before that, do we, is there a conversation in the Impala? This after um, this, yeah, that's, oh, that's the last thing that happens. Yeah, okay. Sam is just says that he was wrong about Benny, and that if Dean wants to to leave that door open to to Benny, then of course now he's fine with that. Uh too little, too late. Big kicks. Too little, too late. Yeah, um, and notably, Dean thinks Kevin like broke. Like he thinks Kevin had a mental breakdown. Um, but yeah, uh, Sam just now getting onto the. <laughs> to the Benny train as it were uh, it feels a little feels a little late but it's a it's a little bit of justification not justification but it's a little bit of confirmation for Dean and his feelings like it's a little bit of um what's the word I'm looking here for Chris like it's a little bit of um that affirmation but D- D- Dean finally has a little bit of of Sam is finally believing something that Dean said essentially right yeah, like corroboration he, here. maybe that's what yeah. yeah maybe that's what I'm looking for yeah because sam is also saying i bet you you weren't wrong you weren't uh off the deep end to believe that a vampire was a good guy um because i have now had my own separate experience with him and can confirm good dude good dude backed hard as they used to say yes mm-hmm. kicked with the best of them <laughs> kicked with the best of them That's kicked with the best of them <laughs> dean is just like you and your fucking oh god it's something new every week with you <laughs> Last week you were not Sam just, Sam just shrugging like, I don't know. I don't know. Sam's like, I got bits and I got kicks. That's who I am nowadays. That's who I am. <clears throat> so uh, that, that's the episode. Um, I, I think this is a, a really great Supernatural episode. Like as much as I sometimes, we and you've talked about this before, you missed the kind of Americana Monster of the Week episodes. Uh, when they're when yeah. they're going hard in this like plot heavy stuff and they're doing it well, like it, it really fucking rocks. And it is is like 45 minute easy as it is for sam to break into hell and to steal a not so innocent soul and to release it to heaven like there's a lot of events that just have to you know it it just he just happened to pop up at the same spot and all that other stuff like Mm -hmm. i've really like the hell was well rendered like it seems dangerous it seems cool like i was i'm all into pretty much everything that happened in this episode yeah i had a uh, i had a note earlier on where sam was going through the, the the dungeon area and I was thinking how I would like to see more stuff of the boys working separately, but not because they're in a fight where it's like Sam has to go down into hell to go take care of this thing. Meanwhile, Dean also has to go do something serious, not just like, oh, I'll go hang out with Kevin. It's like, oh, shit, ow, I, two jobs need to be done at once. There's only two of us. We need to split up and go do this and take an episode or two to have Sam going through hell while Dean is working on something equally serious and important. And I would like to see that kind of thing. And then they come back together, but like we we got some of that 
I feel like more often earlier, you know, we get it now on random cases where Sam goes to interview the librarian while uh, Dean goes to have a gay thing at the coffee shop. It's whatever it is. Um, but we don't really get those like real big, like Sam is doing something really important. Dean is doing something really important. They both got to get done fast. Let's take two episodes and like just take the time to show these boys doing their thing. They have their individual character development. Um, they have their individual trials while they're alone and they come back together and there's a, there's a fun, you know, finale. It doesn't have to be a two parter, which we don't really do anymore. But, um, I started to think that while Sam was in hell, let's see more of this and let's give Dean something else he needs to do. And let's raise the stakes of everything that's happening rather than just in 45 minutes, this will be cleared up. And we know that that Sam is going to get out of there. I mean, all that said, even though everything was wrapped up in a neat little bow, obviously getting rid of the the coyote to take Sam out, that adds a little bit of, of pressure and tension. And then even though he's literally just like using his friend as like just a total pawn here, but I, I really did like the, well, if I kill my friend Benny, who's a vampire, he'll go to the place Sam is and they can get back. I liked all of that. The plan itself was was good i thought it was it was great of dean work like thinking on his feet he had to make a big decision but because we only get 45 minutes maybe it isn't as thorough as we would want it to be either way it's a good episode and the, we get the point across which is all that matters but that's what makes me think you know hey if we had two episodes of this uh, that'd be pretty cool <laughs> i uh especially all of that but especially that uh sam is doing arguably the more important thing which uh, normally if we have the boys split, they're either doing something equally important, like they're, they don't know which way to go. So they're trying to figure some stuff out or Dean has the priority of, Oh, I've got to go fight this monster or track this down while you protect the family or or whatever. Like he, 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 Sam is, has the more dangerous job. He has the more important thing to do here. And I I like that. Like I like the twist so far in the season where Sam is going through these trials and not Dean because by all accounts, even Dean thinks it should be Dean, right? Like when yeah. I think is, and I think most of the viewers of the show expected when they start talking about this for Dean to go through this process because he's the person that would do it. Uh, but no, it's Sam, and it's really good yeah. to to see that stuff. And I like again, we talk about it a lot. Of I am a totally here for brother drama that is not artificially created, and for having, it, it, but it, even beside that, like more to the point. I want these boys to like be a team again. So like having right. them be on the same side, the fact that Dean like didn't argue with Sam very much about like, no, I have the one that has to go to hell. I have to do this. You can't be there with me. That's a major step in Dean, like accepting this, which I think shows character development. It shows growth, which is Definitely. you know something that I crave out of the shit that I watch. I don't know why. Like I'm always disappointed by 90% of the stuff I watch, but <laughs> I, I do crave it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all on board for this. I hope this this these trends continue into you know because mm-hmm. we're getting close to season nine, and I'm you know I, I remember there's some weird stuff that happens in season nine that I didn't like, but I wasn't you know yeah. <laughs> thinking about it very critically or or thinking about um, Sam just kicking his way through those episodes. So maybe I'll like them more. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have any final thoughts, or are you ready to to get out no, of here? Yeah, uh, yeah, I like this one. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to the patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, uh, December, we're doing a special gift. Any $5 tier people will get a special gift from me and Chris in the mail. Uh, so go check out the Patreon for all of that. Um, thank you if you've left iTunes reviews or ratings. That's That really helps us out. Um, if you want to write in with your thoughts on Season 8, or if you've jumped ahead of the podcast and you want to write in for Season 9, 10, 11, 12, or 13, 
and 14 started right 14 is out there like they, yeah, they, yeah. yeah jesus christ um if you want to write in about any of those seasons monster of the week dot cool slash contact i keep track of all of those so don't feel like you have to wait till us to get to it um i just copy and paste it i barely even read them i just copy and paste them into the document so i don't have to read them because <laughs> I'm, I'm lazy like that uh, but if you do want to write in for the season eight feedback episode which we'll do after we cover the finale do so now get get, get your questions in yes. immediately um yes. if you want to talk to me on twitter i am at jg greer i am at local bones on twitter podcast is at m-o-t-w cast you can find sam at big kick sam.com <laughs> uh thank you everybody for listening we'll be back next week with <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna tease this chris are you ready okay next episode dean introduces charlie to cheap pantsuits what the fuck <laughs> thanks for listening everybody right. and good night That's a good one. Big kicks, big kicks, big kicks, Sam. Man, I want. Oh man, we got to get on the T-shirt of Big Kick Sam. Like we might have to commission somebody to get something. like like a yeah, fucking Bruce Lee. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me and you were in exactly the same place. I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a good one, and I'll talk to you later. Check, check, check. All right. I think I'm using the right mic this time around. I just had a very frightening experience using the uh, incorrect audio. Okay. A little mishap. Turns out, didn't plug my mic in. Crucial step. Plugging that mic in. What? What? Getting that podcast recording channel? Oh, you you ain't here yet. Better send you a text message. Hello there. Um, and the stew. No, I don't know how to spell stew. Is it S-T-U or S-T-E-W? So I'm just going to say I'm ready to go. Cowboy emoji. Right on. I have a feeling that I may have come in here just a little bit too early. And now I'm going to be sitting around talking in this godforsaken accent, getting nowhere in life, peddling my same shit week after week, telling my same dumb stories week after week. There he is. Hey there. What's happening, gamer? I'm, you know, gaming it up in here. <laughs> Are you really? You're, you're doing a little gaming right now as we speak? This is the, uh, what was his name? Paul or whatever from the last episode of Supernatural, who was really hoping to be the new Bobby. <laughs> they were like, please, <laughs> please with the accent. Please, Paul, what are you doing? <clears throat> I had please to go, um, when I was editing the episode yesterday morning, I had to go back to that episode and uh, pull some audio out. 
And so I was kind of clicking around. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to pull at first. And then uh, I got to like his little speech at the beginning and I was like, oh man, this is so bad. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. I've been going with that loud, that loud energy recently. I'm thinking maybe this episode, take it, take it down to ASMRJ levels. Oh, don't get me excited, Chris. You know how I I get when I get excited. I nut blood. That's a good one. I like that. (laughs) Speaking of putting stuff down, had a little mishap Uh in Red Dead where I I had some folks firing at me. So I hopped off my horse and I started firing back and I took care of them and I was like, cool, cool. And I turned to whistle for my horse, but my horse just like ran up a a vertical like canyon wall. Like you can't do it. Physics ain't there. It just, you know, sprouted some wings and, and flew up and it got to the top, like where it could stand up and then it flipped over on its back and then dropped down and broke its neck. Um, you can use a horse reviver to bring it back, but I didn't have any. So I had to uh, open up its belly with my knife. And then I decided, Christopher, let's take that back step. Maybe let's just reload and not eviscerate or disembowel your horse out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so you don't have to walk on the way back to camp. It's a good idea. That's what I did. Got that horse back. Did I tell you um, about the horse over at Autumn's Barn? The um, the chick. That I hope nobody had to disavow it. They uh, the the lady was a vet that owned the horse, so she brought her family out to like um, meet the horse for the first time, <clears throat> and um, she had been told like the horse had some temperamental issues. Uh, well, the whole family gets out there, and the horse freaks out for whatever reason, flips over, and uh, breaks its back. Oh no. Um, so horse has to be put down. Chick calls the insurance company. Jesus. The insurance company says, uh, basically anything that happens to a horse, like you have to put it down. <laughs> like you can look at the thing funny and it's like, Oh, well, I guess you just have that horse has to die now. Um, <clears throat> but the, the insurance company said, uh, yeah, yeah, we can, we, you know, you, you, you're, you're an insurance, but if you want to file the claim, we're going to need you to, uh, cut the horse open and take a picture of its spine and send it to us. What the fuck? <laughs> Which is like the most grisly fucking thing that I could possibly think of. What the fuck? Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. I yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I so, regret telling so, you my video game horse story. <laughs> I wasn't there. I didn't have to see it. Now I know about this real horse so. story. That illusion? Did I lose you, Chris? or are you just not saying anything? <laughs> Hmm. It sounds like I might have lost you. Hello. Hmm. 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 Giddy up, gamer. Come on. Come back. <laughs> Let's start reading some Sam and Dean fic again. That's what I should be doing is reading fan fiction when I uh am trying to fill time. But then I don't want to, I don't want like kids to feel like I'm making fun of them because I can make fun of a published author. You know, he got paid for that. That's fine. That's, I don't know. I don't think the books are canon, but we'll say it's canon. I'm allowed to make fun of it. I'm not going to make fun of some teen pouring their heart out. Hey, dude. Hey, you back? Yeah, I don't, Discord just locked up on me. And then when I restarted it, it was like, oh, we have to download an update now. How was your Thanksgiving? How was my Thanksgiving? It was good. I drove to Jess's house. Her mom made some palm ass food, and I drove back home. 
I um always I'm always impressed with you and Jess when you do like any kind of holiday thing because you guys get so dressed up for it. Like we're we're a very uh like a low key operation in the Greer household. Like I just I, tucked my shirt in. That's all I did. I, I mean, like you guys both look like like you were you know respectable young adults, like about to you know I don't know go to church or something. Yeah, that's well, it's not what we did. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any kind of church. It doesn't have to be a Christian church, Chris. Don't yeah, worry about I, it. I wore I, I wore a denim shirt and denim jeans, and I tucked yeah. it in. Uh, Jess wore a dress because, in case you haven't noticed from her Twitter handle, she always wears a dress. So that was, was pretty standard fare for us. Mm-hmm. But still, that was funny. Good. Her mm-hmm. her brother came to Thanksgiving and he brought a change of clothes. Then he brought like a sweatshirt and sweatpants. And he changed into to eat, and then he put like his dress pants on to go back to his fiance's mom's house or something. After I was like, that all is, right, okay. Well, I mean, hey, you know, you don't. There's a chance that gravy is going to get on them pants, Chris. Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you eat gravy, but sometimes there's yeah. a chance for spillage. That's it. That is that is very true. I had a belly full of, uh, oh god, Jess keeps yelling. At me. Okay, it's not right. It was cranberry apple wine. My mom went to some. Um, winery a couple weeks ago and she's been like obsessed with it ever since and she got all these bottles and she's like when you go to Jess's take this with you she gave me this bottle of wine and I brought it and I was like well I mean if nobody else is gonna drink this bottle of wine I sure as fuck will (laughs) it was delicious but probably not good for me that sounds super gross I just want to say that out loud that it sounds not like very good cran apple you say cranberry apple wine is cranberry apple wine which I don't even like wine but I, I I very much enjoyed this. And then I went home and I played video games for like five hours without moving. That's pretty rad. What'd you play? Red Dead? I played I played uh Trails in the Sky. Oh yeah, that's right. The, that's right. The sequel. I didn't like mean to. I just was like, man, I started that game like forever ago and I'm never gonna get back to it unless I play it soon. And I had to update my laptop or something or update whatever it was, and I thought, okay, I'm on here. Let me just take a peek at this. And then fucking five hours later, I was like, oh, f- uh, man, I got to like make lunch for tomorrow. Like, I got <laughs> to do some late. shit. I got to be a human being for stuff. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Did you do any mad Black Friday shopping? Um, no. I was trying to think. I mean, I bought stuff like online, but um, there was a um, an anime publisher last week that their stuff, I think it's prohibitively high priced it's always like eighty dollars for the twelve episode show and you're like why why would I ever buy that? Um but they were just like yeah everything's like five dollars now. So me and Jess bought a bunch of shows that we wanted and oh, yeah. we like to collect junk, you know us. Uh, but that was kind of it. I didn't do any like big purchases. Did you did you finally get some big stuff or did you already have your TV or what was the deal with your TV situation? Um the TV went down like a couple hundred bucks on Thursday. Um, and I had an email alert set up for that. So like when I woke up on Thursday, that was in my inbox. So I just went ahead and picked up that bad boy. Uh, Fuck yeah. uh but it's from Amazon. So like it, they have to like call and get it scheduled to be delivered. So it's not going to oh, be here okay. until Thursday. Um, okay. but I'm, I'm, as, as you might imagine, I'm extremely excited about it. Yeah. And then it's, it's gamer time. It's gamer time. And it's, uh, uh, as I told you over the text, like it's kind of fucked with my head a little bit because, uh, like every time I put a game on, I'm like, this would look like way better on the new TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I didn't actually do, uh, I didn't actually play a lot of video games this weekend. I, um, I finished Spider-Man, the, the new Second DLC, DLC? The, yeah, the was? new DLC came out. It was fucking terrible. It was not good. That's a bummer. Um, I mean, Can't there was, them all. yeah, I guess not. And it's, it's just, it was exactly the same format as the last one. So like you have some story missions and then you, they sprinkled some extra side content. 
Um, but the way that the the side contact and content in Spider-Man works is like you're swinging around and you get kind of an alert like, oh, someone's robbing a jewelry store or somebody stole a car or somebody kidnapped somebody and it kind of pops up on the map. So they're not like permanently get, there at get all an times. Amber alert. <laughs> yeah, you get an Amber Alert text in your Spidey suit because it's 2018 and that's how this yeah. shit works now. Uh, but so after the, like the main story, I'm like going through and clearing up the, the crimes and everything because if you 100% it, you get this cool like cartoonish suit that I really wanted because I thought it looked dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was because they're procedural because they don't like they're not static or anything. It was just me like going into a one district and like swinging around for a couple of minutes, waiting for something to happen, oh. and then going and like clearing it out in a minute and a half, and then like waiting for that to happen, like <clears throat> doing that. I think there were four districts that had crimes, so that was twenty times that I had to do that. Um, Jesus, minus the ones that I did just naturally going through the story. But the story was kind of bad comparatively. Um, and then they did that thing where this big dramatic thing happens at the end and then the epilogue, they just completely retcon it. It's like, Oh no, that, that guy didn't die. <laughs> oh, so okay. you're just, just kind of a whole lot of wasted air. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and last, the last DLC was so good because it had the black cat and like, she was so well realized as a character. And, uh, this one was kind of focused around a villain called hammerhead, um, who has a very hard head. That's, that's his whole thing. Oh, He's yeah. a mobster with an extremely hard forehead. Just that's a thick old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all wrinkly and gross looking. Like they is made it, they, they made him look good. He just have a thick head. <laughs> He's just got a thick head, dude. Like I don't, I don't quite remember his backstory and like why his head's so thick. Right. Like I don't, and I'm not talking like thick with two C's. Like I'm just normal talking thickness. Right. But the hard K. Yeah. Hard K. Thick. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it, it was not great. It's, and I was kind of like, after I finished that, I was like, all right, I finished this. And, um, I didn't really, I was still waiting for a bunch of shit to download. And so I was like, okay, well, I still got to do the New Game Plus Ultimate Difficulty run. Uh, and that's the other thing is the second DLC was way fucking harder than anything that came before. Uh, like they, they're adding in like, and there's been a bunch of people that complained like Spider-Man was too hard to begin with. Like there's a bunch of our Twitter friends that, that believe that. Um, and I, I get it. Like I can, I can totally see it. Like if the controls aren't like, there's a lot going on. Uh, but this was the first time I was like, maybe this is too much. Maybe you guys need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's like three big dudes with chain guns that, uh, and I'm playing, you know, on normal difficulty and like a couple of shots with the chain gun can wipe me out. And there's like a fucking rave (laughs) amount of people in this little base that you have to clear out. And, uh, the way that the bases are structured you go in and there's like a, a stealth section so you can kind of stealthily take out all the dudes. And then you have six waves of enemies that come in. And uh, the first one that I did, I got to the sixth wave and I was on the last two dudes and just got kind of, I got got knocked down by somebody and then the chain gun hit me and then I was dead. And like, you have to go, it starts you all the way at the beginning of the stealth section, which is Jesus. demoralizing. Jesus. Uh, but luckily I didn't die after that. And the ultimate difficulty on the main game was uh, like pretty easy. Like I didn't have too many issues with that except for, uh, there's one section of the game where do you remember the did you play batman arkham yeah so do you remember like the uh the um scarecrow sections yes so like there's a section like that in this game and uh basically it turns the ground to lava or poison (laughs) and Mm -hmm. like uh, in the when i played it the first time it was like oh wow i accidentally touched it and like it, it took some health off that makes sense but in ultimate difficulty it's like oh i accidentally touched it and I'm stunned, and it took off 99% of my health, oh and my I can't God. jump out, so I just died. So I died there a couple of times just because I wasn't Jesus. paying attention. But um, yeah, now I have 100%ed that the base game, the new game plus, the both DLCs, so I'm just waiting for the third DLC to come out. And, Damn. Hopefully yeah. it'll be better. I'm hoping <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, they could go either. It could, you go two ways with the story. So I'm kind of curious if they're going to bring in a villain that I like or um, somebody from the the main game that I like. So, so I've been. I was telling you, I played like 15 hours of Red Dead over the weekend because Jess was like, I want to see the ending. So I didn't play all week. I waited for her to get there and thought, all right, we're on chapter six, which is the last chapter. We should be able to deal with this. Well, it is sort of the last chapter, and it took all Saturday to finish it. And uh, when I tweeted out today something about how my novel sucks, like this sucks, it was because the character writing in Reddit is so good, especially when you're finally getting towards the end of the story. And I was just like, fucking fuck. Oh, oh. I feel like I know all these people. Like, I could never write anything this good. And this is just a video game. Um, But yeah, I was just like really, really wrapped up in, in the story, especially the characters. Because the story, you sort of know how it's going to end if you've played the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like there's like surprises necessarily, but just finding out how everything happens is, it was very harrowing. I, I was at a point, like the final fight, where my hands were literally just like, like puddles of sweat. I never get like that. But I was so sweaty and so in, like intently wrapped up in what was happening and like it didn't it was i was probably in a situation where you couldn't even die because it's the end of the game and it's like oh no it's the final sequence it's supposed to be cinematic not like don't stress yourself out gamer but believe me i was one stressed out gamer uh and then so you're like okay yeah you wrapped up the the the, the main story but like you want to keep playing you want to keep having like 25 more main story missions here you go, ep- epilogue part one and epilogue part two. There's just way more to this game now. That's um, I guess that's a Rockstar thing to do. Like I, One of the few Rockstar games that I've played to completion was uh, GTA V. And mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that game did the same thing. Like I felt like it just, by the time I was ready for it to end, it was doing the um, uh, Return of the King thing, where it was like, oh, there's still like four or five more endings we got to get through yeah, here, guys. Let's, yeah. let's keep going. Which I, I think I should be like, very appreciative of this but because i was trying to force myself through the end which is never a good idea you shouldn't do that mm-hmm. um i was kind of like oh oh there's more even though i've been enjoying it like especially all the story stuff i've had like a lot of annoyances with glitches but um yeah i still i still apparently have five missions left until i have like finished off all the main story stuff and there's still all the side quests i want to go back and do them um but goddamn, I, I think i said it in the discord that this just like feels like this would be dlc for any other game even yeah. the witcher what that had those two huge great dlcs like these feel like those almost because they're so big and there's so much happening in them but it's just like yeah but it, it's not the same story anymore <laughs> like we finished that like we already you already We're done did with that. that now you're never going to back do, to like, that the, like some other stuff that's out here follow different storylines but like it's still, it still has a little yellow circle instead of the white circle to indicate that it's a main quest that um, but, uh, that the thing you said after this. where you were um, <clears throat> um, kind of like you were t- comparing your writing to somebody else's oh, writing. Yeah. Uh, that dude, Open Mike Eagle, had a tweet today. He was like, "I've, I've been on tour forever, so like, I guess I'm just going to sit down and watch Netflix like a normal person. Like, I've, I haven't done this in forever." And then he said, uh, "I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this Oscar um, oh shit, Oscar not Oscar Well Wells is that right? That's not right. Oscar Wells, who are you talking about?" Who's the the director guy? Like the documentary that just came out on Orson, Orson Welles. Wells. Thank you, yeah. Jesus Christ. 
Oscar Wells. <laughs> it's the real <laughs> shitty horror director that nobody knows about. Like his little nephew making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was like, I'm going to watch this because my uh, my jealousy doesn't extend to people that are dead. <laughs> so I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, like, yeah. it's totally fine if you made this and it's better than what I do because you're dead now and I'm still alive, but I can't right. watch anything like current. <laughs> like, I can't. Right. Yeah, when I find out that somebody my age has done some like incredible thing, I'm like, wow. Fuck your brain! You just got a better brain than me. Yeah, uh, Autumn has gotten really into this um, food critic slash writer called uh, Helen Rosner. Have you ever heard of her? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, we listened to a podcast where uh, I think it was a David Chang podcast. He interviewed uh, interviewed her for that, and uh, she's younger than us. She came up on like something awful, and uh, she's just has all of this amazing insight into the food industry, into all of this stuff, and like she's so intelligent. And I'm just like. Fuck off, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. When I, when, when I was your age, I was not doing anything near this cool. Like, yeah. where did all my time go? Gaming. <clears throat> Getting high was, and playing Dragon Quest Eight. That was that was the plan, yeah. That was probably what I was doing, actually. <laughs> man, I'm so fucking stoked for all of this 4K gaming. Oh, yeah. You're going to be in 4K heaven gamer i got a uh, cj in my dms right now he's because he's got an xbox one x and a 4k tv and he's like you got to pick up destiny 2 it's the most beautiful game i've ever played on the console and i'm like i can't i'm not like, just not gonna like, play not gonna play Destiny." objectively <laughs> not the best looking game <laughs> like, period. but he's like i've never i don't know what they're doing with these colors in hdr but they're just amazing so i'm like well i guess i'll fucking try that out at some point no that's no <laughs> just no <laughs> but uh the xbox came with that games pass thing um, where you just download a bunch of free games to play. Oh yeah, it's like PS Now, but like I guess it's, I guess it's just like PS Now actually. Um, but yeah, it's so I'm gonna I'm, as soon as I get the TV and like put it through its paces, I'm gonna activate that code and check some of that stuff out. There's a ton of shit on there that I'd like to play. I can finally play Halo. I can finally finally play Halo. It's taken I've ignored that game series for like twenty something years, but finally <laughs> now it is time. Did you ever play Halo back in the day? Did I play what? Halo? Did you actually no, play it? No, no, not at all. Oh, well. That's like the only FPS I played. I had an Xbox from Morrowind and uh, Knights of the Old Republic. And like Halo, I think, came with it. And I was like, well, okay. And I thought it was legitimately like the best game ever when I played it because I don't like first person shooters. I don't give a shit about space marines or like weird looking purple aliens. Like none of that interests me, but I fucking loved that first game. I, uh, I think when I got my second Xbox, I think my Xbox Elite. My 360 Elite came with, um, I always want to say Halo Reach, but I don't think it's Halo Reach. I think it's the, it's whatever one that has like, Halo Wars. No, no. It's like a weird offshoot thing where it's like, it has jazzy music as a background or something. Um, people always said it was like good. It's not like the main storyline. It was like a kind of an offshoot thing. Um, but I don't know, man, like OST or whatever. It could be ODST. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was that one. Uh, but I just I I played a lot of FPSs back in the day, and I just like mm-hmm. I just was like eh, I'm not I don't I don't that was like the start of my FPS decline. Like I haven't really mm-hmm. picked a lot of them up since then. I haven't even uh, played like Wolfenstein Two, which would normally be my jam, but I just I just haven't picked it. I up also yet. haven't played Wolfenstein Two just by buying it almost at release date. <laughs> yeah, I bought Doom at release date, and um, I don't have the fucking case for it anymore because Oof. my dog ate it. But. Uh, my my PS4, my old PS4 stopped reading discs, so I couldn't install it. But now I have a PS4 Pro. I need to go and stick that bad boy in and finish that do whatever off. Whatever you damn well please now. Gonna do it. Hey, gonna do it in 4K though, Chris. Not gonna not gonna oh, play any games less than 4K yeah. nowadays. Fuck. Yeah. 
You should honestly load up Red Dead once you get everything going with the new TV and just look around. Yeah, they say that um, the way they say not to enable HDR in that game. Oh, really? Because the the way they, they're doing some sort of faux HDR mode and um, it doesn't actually like brighten up the colors. It just gives you like more depth into the black so you can like see more detail. But what, what it ends up in practice is it looks everything looks washed out. Uh, huh. So I don't I'll have, to, I, I mean, I'll have to give that a try. Yeah, yeah, like because you should have HDR on your 4K TV, so you should. Yeah, I do. You, I, do. You should enable I actually that have stuff. had issues with HDR on Netflix. Watching Hill House, I had to like, I had, well, I had to turn it off because like the shadows were all like digitally like there's like pixels in them and stuff. And I all I could think was this is the first thing I've watched on Netflix since getting a Pro, which is now in 4K HDR for Netflix, whatever. And I could never do that before. I turned it off and everything looked fine. So not sure what's think- going on there. I don't think Netflix supports full HDR on PS4 Pro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you would want to use your your TV's native Netflix app or to use your Xbox One for that kind of stuff. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I should use my TV's Netflix app. I am a I am the most educated person on 4K HDR TVs, various consoles, <laughs> streaming services right now. This is yeah. going to last maybe like until Christmas, and then once Christmas, like there's going to be new technology that's coming out, and like I'm mm-hmm. just going to be obsolete. But for now. I am I am a relative expert in the in the field. Ask me ask okay. me anything, Chris. I can answer it. I what, how do I watch pretty YouTube videos? Do people have to make them in 4K? Yes, they have to be recorded in 4K. <laughs> Those bastards. But I watch a lot I mean, of YouTube videos. People's so, phones can do that nowadays, yeah. so that's not like huge. And by when I say I watch a lot of YouTube videos, I mean I watch a lot of uh, Vine compilations, which you already know, and those yeah. are definitely not coming in 4K. definitely in 4K HDR. <laughs> <laughs> I need my memes in 4K. Patty was talking about on a, a recent Twin Humanities that uh, when he got his VR, PSVR, he loaded up the YouTube app because apparently there's a bunch of VR videos on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I didn't cool. even, I had, I had no idea. Like, I got to go try that out. But I still have not done that because it's, you got VR is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of pains in the ass, you ready to do a podcast? Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Not a good segue, but you know. Uh, I just got a DM from our friend Mai. Mm-hmm. And um, she also just went through the same purchase process that I did. Uh, her, oh yeah, I saw her say something about that the other day. Yeah, her um, her PS4 stopped charging controllers, like the USB port broke. Yeah. So she was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go buy a PS4 Pro." Uh, and then she was like, "You know what? That's stupid. I've got all of these games on the 360. I should just play my all of these games on the 360 that I have." She turns on her 360 and it red rings. Oh no! <laughs> so she said she went to the store and bought a, a PS4 Pro, uh, an Xbox One, and a 4K TV, and brought no all of that home. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> and then, uh, and somewhere during the process, apparently her 360 saves weren't backed up to the cloud, uh, oh. so she lost her Mass Effect saves. And she's like, "Well, I guess I'll just play I Mass did... Effect One for the sixth time." <laughs> yeah, I saw her talking about that, which sucks. But hey, it's a good excuse to play your favorite game again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't like Mass Effect one um like I, I, I didn't even finish it but i played two and i like oh. two a whole lot so it took me forever to beat the first one but i think i've actually beaten it three times um i beat the second once, one twice which is really impressive for me on this yeah kind of I, game, same so. same i beat the i beat the second one. i played the first one and i dropped it and then i played and beat the second one because it was like super super cheap somewhere and i just bought it and i don't know why um and once i beat that i thought i need to go back and play the first one again and then i ended up really liking the, the first one once i like Maybe I had a better context for the universe so I could put up with or, or put the time in to, to learn the first mm-hmm. game appropriately. And then I, I really enjoyed the third game up until the end, which everybody likes to complain about, only because I don't think it's the worst thing in, in the world. 
but my uh, experience was that I thought I fucked something up, so I got this ending. I was just like, oh, that sucks. Like, I guess I didn't, I didn't do something right. So I looked up all these guides and like beat it again and tried to make different decisions and just got the same ending with a different color. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that was the, I mean, not to spoil Mass Effect 3 if you haven't played it, but like the the ending, the original ending, because I actually played it uh, unpatched uh, Mm -hmm, at release because I was, I was super excited. So then as soon as I beat it, I was like, oh, they fixed it. So let me download this new ending and like replay this for my save or whatever. Uh, and it wasn't like dramatically better. It was just less of a like paper, rock, scissors kind of choice mm-hmm, that you're making mm-hmm. on a cosmic fucking scale at the end. Yeah. Endings are hard, man. Like, especially Endings on like grand sci fi operations. Like, that, that shit's mm-hmm. hard. I want to, I want to check out Andromeda. Like, I've, uh, I know people yeah, kind of. It's always so cheap, I think. Like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But the, um, cause what I really enjoyed about three was the combat. Like, I really enjoyed like being yeah. the dude that like lifted everybody in the sky and like shot them like lift them I up with my magical really, powers very, and then shoot them much. with my machine gun yeah. <laughs> just just toss really you in the air and then like get close and shotgun you and it, it's... oh yeah yeah i always wanted to go do a vanguard run of uh mass i even played like the de- the multiplayer in mass effect 3 like i, I like same i played multiplayer like, a lot in three. <laughs> <laughs> like i got way into it which is fucking bizarre to think yeah. about nowadays yeah. <laughs> it was fucking weird me, man. me and steve this person i went to uh to college with just like three of us randomly like we're the only three people who play this all right let's all do it constantly like yeah every let's just, night let's just get there. into it <laughs> yeah. maybe, we, maybe we, you and i played together and we didn't even know it maybe were you playing on 360 though were you a 360 yeah, gamer yeah. or a ps3 yeah. gamer i was a 360 gamer until like 2010 when i finally could afford a ps3 <laughs> yeah when they finally went down at price yeah, yeah i traded my wii for a ps3 wow and I was like, Actually, oh, man. you know what it was? <laughs> Can we finally dad, be able to get to play The Last Guardian? <laughs> yeah, it's the same. I said to my, my dad, I was like, you want to get me a PS3 for Christmas? And he was like, no. Um, and I was like, all right, Pops. <laughs> cool. And then he saw some commercial for Walmart. And he was like, Riss, uh, saw a commercial. You got a $100 gift card if you buy a PS3 tonight. So he was like, well, I could use the $100 gift card to go do other Christmas shopping. So uh, let's go do that. And yeah, he just yeah. took me. We got a PS3. I was like, all right. Thanks, Dad. Saw- He's like, well, you can't, you can't have it till Christmas. I'm like, Dad, I'm 20. Just let me have it. Just let me, give me the box. <laughs> I'll, I'll install it in my house and I'll unwrap yeah. the box at the tree. Like this is an easy fucking problem to solve. We're all adults here. <laughs> Santa doesn't have to bring this to me. <laughs> I gotta update this console for Christmas. Yeah, Dad, Dad. come on. I don't want to do this Christmas morning. Come on. I sold uh, the idea of a PS3 to Autumn by telling her that it was the best Blu-ray player on the market. Hey, <laughs> you probably weren't wrong. No, I was. I was totally right. And we had just gotten it's like the uh, PS1 being the best CD player available, oh, yeah. and then the, the yeah. PS2 being the best DVD player available. Oh, the DAC on the PS1 is still like used today. Like people still go back to that that got that quality. There's some weird audio file bullshit you can you can yeah, fall down a some, hole if you wanted to get into some that. thick shit there. Hey, mm-hmm. let's, enough thick shit. What, what are we doing? Let's do this podcast. Let's do the podcast. We, we just recorded an entire video game podcast. <laughs> 30 minutes long. I just hit 30 minutes. Great. I've been here a little longer than you because I started before you got into the channel. But we just recorded a video game podcast. Why don't we just have one? <laughs> <clears throat> because then, you know, people will expect us to do it all the time. Yeah. Gamer of the week. <laughs> thank you that sounds like us selecting a gamer like a twitch streamer and just yeah. he's gonna immediately yeah. milkshake duck as, as soon as we uh oh, yeah. pick him out oh yeah gamer of the week but every other week it's just you and then me <laughs> um okay yeah let's see <clears throat> yeah let's do it let's do it let me um hold on let me get into patreon real quick because i did roxy last week i need to figure out who mm-hmm. i'm going to be doing this week who the frick is next 
man, we're getting we're getting kind of up there. Do we have seventy eight patrons? Holy crap! Um, I think we did Katie, so I think we're on Magpie. You know, we in the um. <laughs> No, never mind. It's seventy, whatever. Uh, say, oh, join the feedback episode. You know, let's just read them all. Let's just read them all. Yeah, just, up. just have a list. Just have a whole list. That's yeah, just really have a easy. Whole huge list. Um. Okay. Let's, I've got notes. Let's do it, amigo. I've got the trivia section. Uh, my favorite thing on this trivia section, by the way, is that uh, the episode title could be referencing the Rogue Reaper AJ who moonlighted as a taxi driver. Thanks. <laughs> appreciate that it's so extremely not what it is no not at all <laughs> it's so funny that is so intensely not true it's just it's just not i mean yeah anyway. supernatural fans <clears throat> are a peculiar sort yeah I'm, I'm sure like there's eight of those movies i haven't seen all of them probably yeah. <laughs> again don't know why i'm so well versed in those Give me some lore, Chris. What's your favorite lore about Jason? What's Bourne my favorite lore? lore? I I don't. He he borrowed. Okay, my favorite Jason Bourne lore is he got shot in the back a couple times, and then the sailor who finds him gives him gives him a sweatshirt that has bullet holes in the back of it that match up with his own wounds. But it's a different. That might not even be true. Let's move on. Okay, let's get out of here. Um, man, I'm just sitting here while we're in firmly in outtake situation territory right now. <laughs> I'm uh I'm sitting here and I, I got one of those uh new um onion bro figures from like uh-huh, that uh-huh. fan gamer site and uh, i still have it in its box i haven't opened it up yet i just set it on a thing to to deal with later and i just happened to look over it includes like some sort of pendulum thing i guess because he's in sin's oh. fortress that's pretty dope oh. or maybe yeah, that's, that's just the cool. maybe that's just a trick of the light i don't know anyway let's get back to the episode because this is ridiculous okay. 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 Uh, 